Welcome to the Talking Freelance Podcast. If you're new to freelancing or looking to maximize your success on platforms like Upwork, you're in the right place. Each week, we invite industry experts and freelance superstars where we unpack their strategies and hear their stories on how they launched and grew their own freelance businesses. Here's your host, a successful entrepreneur, freelancer, and success strategist, Leah Myers. Welcome to the Talking Freelance Podcast. Today, I am super excited to introduce you to Sarah Priest. She is a wellness specialist, and I'm just going to let you kind of take it from there. We're going to talk a lot on this episode about how to move your body every day. Um, As we go into and continue into 2024, we're going to talk about some non-negotiable goals that we want to set for ourselves. So us as business owners, it's going to be super important for us to set high priority goals, um, high priorities in life and in business. And so some of them are going to need to be non-negotiables. And in my opinion, and I'm assuming that Sarah is going to agree, moving your body every day is definitely a non-negotiable. So I will um, let you just kind of take it away, Sarah. Thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here, especially in the start of the new year when physical activity and movement is at the top of everyone's priority list. Yes. And then unfortunately for a lot of us dies off. <laughs> but that's why I'm here. That's why I do what I do. I've been a personal trainer, a wellness specialist and yoga instructor since 2006. So I've been in various capacities. I've coached marathoners. I've worked with military nonprofits, working with men and women who have lost limbs and getting back into their physical activity. And once I became a mom, I quickly realized that moms dropped to the very bottom of the priority list to take care of their families, like many women do. And so now I have a signature program working with moms, but I didn't let go of the accountability coaching that I still have with everybody else because accountability is probably the, the biggest key to success that I've seen. Yes, for sure. And so as you are a freelancer or as you're as a solo entrepreneur or Mm -hmm. working for yourself in any capacity, I think that self-accountability is a huge key piece. And when you've mastered that, it makes everything else fall into place and everything else that you're trying to implement in your routine a lot easier. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, holding ourselves accountable is is next level, especially as an entrepreneur and as a freelancer where you control your whole schedule. I've, since I've come into like start my own business, I've always had a coach or at least some sort of group that I've been part of for that extra accountability. Cause I am pretty good at holding myself accountable, but it's nice to be challenged by someone else also to make sure you're doing all the things you're doing. For sure. I definitely have like those business besties or like for Mm -hmm. me, I have these podcasts or these you know, snippets that I listen to while I am, you know, going for a walk or out and about just like taking that self care type, um, type activities and just making sure that that's what's holding me accountable as well. Um, cause yes, mm-hmm. you can do it by yourself, but it's so much more, um, fun when you have like something that you're looking forward to as well. So mm-hmm. do you want to share a little bit of like how to make, sh- how to turn it into, like, we talk about moving our body every day. Like, yes, that's a goal. Like, that's great. How do we go from like the thought of it to making it a non-negotiable? Like what are some tips and tricks that you have? One, I think the most important thing is you have to start small. So you can't, I think a lot of people come into, especially the new year and they're like, I'm going to move my body for an hour every single day. This is my new non-negotiable. And then by like, you know, we're recording this in early January, by January 8th, they're like, not doing anything. So it becomes like an all or nothing. So I think taking tiny strides towards making it like we talked before we jumped on that you're you walk your dogs in the middle of the day, like even if it's just around the block, 
but it's something that is a non-negotiable for you, mainly because your dogs have to, but you're doing it, you're prioritizing it also. So starting small. So I walk every morning or run. I get outside every morning. And sometimes it's for five minutes and sometimes it's for 55 minutes. But it just, it depends on what the day is bringing. On Mondays, I start the week walking with a friend. So we meet at 545 rain, shine, snow, it doesn't matter what the weather's doing. We meet, we walk at least 30 minutes and we just talk about the week. We kind of plan things out. She's running her own business also. So we kind of bounce ideas off each other. And we start not only with the physical kind of self-care, but the mental and emotional self-care that kind of psychs us both up for the week. I love that idea. Um, so it's so funny that you mentioned like, you know, as we're recording this, it is early January and my son mentioned this last year, like he is definitely, um, an avid go to the gym, like workout for hour, hour and a half pretty religiously. And he's been doing that for more than a year now. And he mentioned it last year, like, Hey, there's, it's so busy at the gym. Um, I can't like, I'm waiting to get on machines. And then by mid February, when this episode will actually air, like, it'll fizzle out. He mentioned it the other day. He mentioned it last year and he's like, I got to switch up like when I'm going. So it's a good thing for him that he's not in school all day, every day where he can go in the middle of the day because he gets so annoyed and frustrated when he has to wait for machines. And he's like, it just fizzles out. But all of these people are like, I'm going to start the new year. But it's like, yes, that's great. You're taking that time for yourself. But like, how can we make this a sustainable? How can we make this a non-negotiable, not just January, February, but like, how can it be a priority next November when it's crazy holiday time or when the kids go back to school in September, like all of those different things? How can we make it a lifestyle choice? So for me, I encourage people, even if you're not a morning person, the earlier in the day, you don't have to do it at 530 like I do every day, but the earlier in the day that you can do it, the more likely you're able to do it because less comes up, especially as a freelancer, your day just gets busier. It's not like your day is going along and you're like, oh, look, I all of a sudden have an hour to myself. I can go out for a walk now. Like that ten, it t- tends not to happen. Once in a while it may, but the earlier you can do it in the day, the better. And then the second thing is to do something you enjoy. So like the woman I walk with, she loves walking. She hates doing everything else. She doesn't like going to the gym. She doesn't like doing weights. She does weights because she knows she should and it's good for her but find something that you like doing. So maybe that's not like a traditional kind of like go to the gym and like do what your son does and like lift weights. I'm guessing maybe take classes and things like that. Find something that you're intrigued by. I did an African dance class awkwardly for three years when I went, before I had children and I had like after work time to go do something like that. I loved it. And there was women in there, they would do it every day, like every, five days a week, they would come and they would, we would learn these routines over the course of three weeks. And the next three weeks, we'd learn something different. And it just, it was a real eye opener for me because I was just doing it for fun. Like I was just doing it to change it up, change up the pace. I wanted, I love dancing. So I just wanted to learn something different. And these women, this was their like, not only their hour of self care, but it was such a good workout. So physically, they were in the best shape of their lives. Mentally and emotionally, it was just fun. They were laughing with their friends. It was a real community. So I think finding something you love is the second piece to it. So doing it in a time that always works for you. If it's always at 5.30 in the morning, great. If it's always right after work, making sure you have your stuff, that works too. But just doing it consistently and doing something you love. Yeah, for sure. I think that is 
definitely the key because if you put, if you, it's like anything, if you have something on your to-do list that you are not looking forward to, you're going to procrastinate it. Like that's just human nature. Like we can put up, put in systems and strategies to overcome that. But at the end of the day, if we just truly don't want to do it, we're going to find every excuse or way not to do it. So I like the idea of like getting it in Mm -hmm. before all of those things, those time commitments can happen too. Awesome. Can you share some stories? Um, that you, yep. No, go ahead. Um, just scheduling it like a meeting. Like I've done that with some of my clients who are very work driven of like, I will not cancel this meeting with so-and-so. And it's like scheduling it like a meeting with yourself, your workout for the day. And that's how I put it in my phone. Like when I, when I'm doing, like if I swim, I swim Tuesday, Thursday, and I swim after drop off for my kids. So from nine 15 to 10 15, I have blocked off that I swim. And I treat it like that, like it's in my calendar. No one else can schedule time during that time. So treating it as just as important as any important meeting, I think can make a difference too for some people. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great takeaway because we would never schedule or we would never cancel an appointment on a client just because we don't feel like doing it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So why cancel on yourself? That's, that's definitely a great takeaway. Um, Will you share some stories on people who um, have kind of been in that stage of like, yes, I'm going to do this and not fully committed. And then the transformation that once they fully commit and they are like in a routine, that lifestyle change, that overall like personal lifestyle, business lifestyle, all of those, that accountability piece. Yeah. So I see, it's funny. We were, I was just talking about this with my friend this morning when we walked, she's like, I just want to love, I want to love to work out. Like I love the work I do. I love walking. I want to love to work out. And I said, you don't have to love to work out. You have what you love about it. And the reason you do it is because of the result. So when people don't take care of themselves, say you just, you wake up in the morning, like when the alarm drags you out of bed, you get through your day, it's meeting after meeting, after meeting, after client, after marketing strategy of all the things then you come home and you do all the you know home life things and then you go to bed. And there's nothing in that day where you feel like rewarded or you feel energetic or you just feel good. Of course, why you're not going to change because you don't know how good good feels. When you start getting into this like positive rhythm and then doing these rituals and doing these workout routines, you start to feel a big difference and not just physically. You'll feel it through your work the people around you will feel it. My family notices it. If I get in a lull of like not moving my body and I'm just sitting at a computer screen all day, like your mood changes, everything changes. So if you can get yourself into that routine, it's like, I tell people prioritize yourself for 2% of the day. And people that do present to do uh, prioritize themselves think that's not enough. I've had many people be like, that's crazy. You can't just do something for a little less than 30 minutes and expect great results. And I said, yes, but you have to start somewhere. So if you can prioritize just 2% of the day, it starts to snowball. You're like, oh, I like this. I like how I was in that meeting because I had gotten a workout in. I had showered. I was so energized and I presented differently it comes off, it starts to change you professionally more so than you'd ever think when you start taking care of yourself and when you start making it a priority. I like that you keep going back to starting small because I feel like that's going to be a huge takeaway for this podcast episode because we are so overwhelmed with like making big changes, like going through making, like just redoing our whole business. If it's like, we need to update our website, we need to update our meat marketing, Mm -hmm. all of these things. When we do these, um, assessments of what's working, what's not working, but it's truly Mm -hmm. the little things that we change that can make the most difference. 
Mm -hmm. And that imperfect action. One of the first business coaches I ever worked with, I was like, my, my website has to be perfect before I do X, Y, and Z. And she would always just say imperfect action. Just put something up there, have something on there. It doesn't need to be perfect yet. You can always change it. You don't need to go to the gym for an hour. Go walk on a treadmill or walk outside for 15 minutes. It doesn't need to be this perfect image that we have of self-care. Yeah, for sure. I love that. Um, do you want to share, you have a, um, you have a resource that you're going to share with everybody. Will you kind of just dive into that and share a little bit about that? Absolutely. It is. I, for, I created this, well, the pandemic hit and I was working in person with a lot of people on zoom for some, because I moved around quite a bit, but for the most part I was in person and I was like, what do I give people that they can like do on their own? So I created this wellness bingo board. So it's how you can prioritize yourself no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing and with no equipment. So this was the time the time of life where all the gyms were closed. Everybody was stuck home. Everyone was stuck on Zoom. And I printed this bingo board and it looks just like that, a free space in the middle and a bunch of other activities that do with your physical, mental and emotional health. And the goal is to get at least one bingo a day. So I've had many clients say, I just have it on my desk. And when I have time in between meetings, like one of them will be like 25 squats over a chair. You don't have to change your clothes. You just do what it is. Another one is a three minute meditation to just sit and listen to music you enjoy, close your eyes and breathe for three minutes. So it's tiny ways, once again, the small stuff, tiny ways to incorporate these things in. And then like a few weeks into the pandemic, I was getting screenshots of bingo boards of like, I need a new one. I completed it all in one day because it is, you feel good, you want more. So I've morphed and changed and the activities have changed over the years, but it's stuck. People love a good game and that's what it is. Yeah. For sure. I, I think that that is what can add some different excitement to something that we're tracking. Mm -hmm. I still use a piece of paper to track my to-do list so I can cross it off. It's oh, that, that, that excitement of like seeing that progress. Um, so that bingo card definitely reminds me of that. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Anything else that you would like to share with this audience? Some key takeaways, um, How anything else that you wanted to share? Uh, one, if you're a busy entrepreneur, you're a mom, come over to my Facebook group, Time Out for Moms. It's wellness, accountability, and support. I also welcome non-moms. There's a lot of people that are not moms in the group that just want that wellness accountability. It is a group of women. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but we do uh, weekly workouts and meditations, recipe exchanges. It's all like we have um, Mask Up Monday. So tonight we'll be doing face masks. And then we post ridiculous photos of us doing face masks. I have lots of challenges. And I partner with a ton of female businesses, business owners that give prizes throughout the course of the month. So it's just a really fun way to take care of yourself. And if you're listening and you're looking to start somewhere, just something in this self-care, get out of bed and do something that you love in the morning. So whether that's like get out and walk around the block this time of year, even where I am in Raleigh, North Carolina, it's not always the first thing I want to do. But if it's a get up and just read a few pages of a book or journal one sentence, just do something as soon as you open your eyes in the morning. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. So definitely we will put the resources that Sarah's mentioned in the show notes and, um, so appreciate you joining me today. Thank you so much, Leah. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, make yourself a non-negotiable and make sure that you're moving your body every day. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of talking freelance with freelance expert, Leah Myers. Each Monday, a new episode is released. You can find us on all major podcast networks and at talkingfreelance.com. It is the mission of this podcast to support you to achieve success. 
The views and opinions expressed on the podcast are those of Leah Myers only and do not necessarily represent the opinions of Upwork. Leah Myers is not an employee of, nor does she receive any compensation from Upwork.